Welcome, welcome, welcome. You didn't just see that. You're looking live at the Climate Jones Hour. I am Mandy Jones, and usually I'm accompanied by my husband, Glenn, but he's not here tonight. We got Zach running the board, doing an elegant job, never fumbled once in his life, uh, clearly. I um, mean, <laughs> that was a sneak peek, peek of who we have in the studio with us tonight. Um, we meant to do that entirely. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Mandy Jones the Comedian. That's where you can find um, both podcasts that I do. Um, Wednesday nights, it's The Wildflowers, by Scalisi and I. Hey, Greg DeFlippo. Hey, Glenn. Um, I can't see the other names. Um, we got an awesome guest in the studio with us tonight. Um, but before I bring along just a couple housekeeping things, it is October 2nd, um, 2020. This is the ninth episode of the Calamity Jones Hour. Um, we've been changing up formats and names of our shows, um, but we're still trying to bring you, uh, just some better content from the same old folks. Um, I think I'm going to get right into it with our, uh, guest here. Um, he is my brother from another mother. He served in the U.S. military. He is an infantry combat vet. He has uh, his own his own podcast, Majestic as Fuck. This is the first time he's ever a guest on a podcast. He just hit the ground running and took his own podcast. Now we're even sad as the guest, Mr. Shawnee Jose Legier. Welcome. So welcome to the guest side right. of the table. Thank you. Thank you. Like I said, you hit the, like I said, you hit the ground running. Um, so you are uh, you started a podcast to talk about some real fucking heavy shit. Pretty yeah. much the opposite yeah. of what I try to do here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's keep it all nonsense and like silly. Um, and your show is about um, some real stuff. So like, like first off, I'm majestic as fuck. I, I, I mullet, <laughs> and. Uh, it was just something like I visioned in Tennessee, and I got my buddy who's actually behind the mixer to tattoo this cool ass logo. And because uh, I always said I had majestic mullet, actually I got the majestic from a good friend of mine, Dean Wallace, who passed away down in Tennessee. He always said, "You're a majestic ass mullet, like keep it majestic and stuff." And he was an amazing person, and uh, so I took that and ran with it, and was like, "Yeah, I'm majestic as fuck mullet." And then next thing I know, like I know, like I was going through dark times. And I couldn't be the only veteran that went through dark times. It was going through those dark times. So I was like, I got to reach out to people. Like, I got to do more to help people like and that are like me. So I made Jesse as fuck. And then I got a call from you guys. I could like, oh, you could, you could help you with a podcast. And I was like, hell I yeah. Need I, need, I, need, I know that would be helpful for my mental health is uh, come up and kick with you guys and start reaching out to people well it makes me feel less crazy because i mean i put on like the clown makeup and the show but like i'm pretty much having tantrums and meltdowns like twice a week you know now now you're so close to me you really realize um, how often <laughs> it is yeah. um and you always just say um we'll bury the body like athena will, yeah. dug the, will dig the hole so yeah. that's really well you don't want to kill anybody because it sucks it's yeah. bad it's not it's <laughs> I, I like i feel like i under, i like being around you guys, like, I understand why I'm not the only one. Like, it was for a while that I was like, oh, God, I'm, I must be this only one. But right. Everything's going good in my life. I'm, but I actually sat and stuff, and I'm like, I fucking hate the situation. I mean, I, I hate my life, and uh, I realized I'm not the only one. And, like, having close battle buddies come on, like Jeff, yesterday, twice, and seeing, like, oh, shit, this dude was in my unit, like, deployed, 
And like to see like I was the only only one in that unit because like I was oh, man all these badass dudes like hold themselves up during such supreme pressure. It's like, nah, I got to be the only one that's dealing with this. Like, I'm right, the one that's right, like broken or bent or whatever you say. So like, to finally see that like a guy that I thought and I looked up to in uniform is going through the same stuff as me. It's like it's a beautiful thing that like I can help and you can try to reach out to as many people as we can. Yeah, hell yeah. So now we're going to have you straight clown and no sad shit on tonight. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> tonight's um, episode. Um, like I said, you fucking hit the ground running. Um, you did a couple of, you started another podcast, another side little oh, thing yes, where yes, you yes, did yes, the yes. reminiscing where it was yeah. actually just old friends telling old right. stories where you wanted to do kind of the opposite side of the serious stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's Majestic as Fuck 845 is the YouTube channel for all Shawnee shit. Hey, Corey Marie watching, David Lang saying, hey, Mandy. Hey, Robin DeVito. Um, everyone was loving your app. I put the picture of you dancing up before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just like us and our jam jams yeah. at the house. Like, that's just what goes on around here. Um, Unicorn dreams is what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for your fucking service. I don't say it enough. Thank you for your support. Yeah, um, like you said, real shit. Um, and it, what was great watching you and Jeff last night is even though you try, you guys are trying to like talk about bad days. Like there was four times where you guys just couldn't stop laughing, and like you know, like Jeff versus well, well, Jeff he, Preston, uh, Pushman versus McGregor. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That, Which we are going to try to set up. I already yeah, tagged Conor McGregor. In now the that's actually going to happen. We're going to try to get that going because Jeff said he'd be so confident he would leave the million dollars if he lost. So, that's like, all he wants is a million dollars to knock out yeah. McGregor. So um, that, that's he broke on the down table. the method. Mathematics to me, like he does way more. He has a wrestling background, so we can see if it happens. You know, I believe in you, Jeff. 100%. Yeah, and I love that you don't say it's a podcast. You call it a movement. What yes, you're doing? Because, yes. like, uh, like I, I know, I know. There's people that were reaching out. I've been getting a lot of messages from bats and messages. Like, uh, one of my old battle buddies hit me up. Said there was a event in crisis in Tennessee. Knowing I had connections to Tennessee, I was trying to help him out. So like it's 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 not like I know deep down inside that like I'm not the only one anymore. I've been getting messages saying like people admiring the show and we're talking about real things that no one likes to bring up. So like it's it's not a podcast anymore. It's bigger than me. I was using it as like a, a relief thing, like to help me out with my depression and stuff like that. But like now it's not like I'm gonna get merch made. I'm gonna have people fucking rocking that shit and being happy and trying to be as majestic as fuck as they can and see that they're not alone. Because I believe, like, a lot of people think they're alone when they're going through that stuff, so. Yeah, and I think a big part of it, what we're talking what you've been talking about and us realizing is, like, that we put so much of the pressure that's on ourselves. Like, all this, like, I have to be greatest, I have to be number one, all this stuff that's going on. And people are like, you can go to bed with dishes in the mm. fucking sink, yeah, dude. Exactly. You could have, like, some laundry that's dirty without fucking being a fucking psycho. Yeah. Um, but I think it just goes back to just being a control freak, I guess. It, it it happens. Like everyone, everyone wants to control their their own destiny, but at the same time, like when things aren't going your way, you just you know you panic. That's why I used to have don't panic on my trigger finger it tattooed to me. But, but he used uh, that trigger finger so much and fucking no, rubbed no. that shit off. That was like a new tattoo kind yeah, was, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, think so I, I could always look at my finger and then just. <laughs> don't God panic. Forbid. I guess I should just fucking this panic. God forbid I was. <laughs> my tattoos are no, melting no, off no. me. I, no. I, 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 I think it, it, it is a sign that says, like, yeah, I don't need to panic. I don't need to be told not to panic anymore. I'm good. Yeah, you don't need it written on you. You know, everything you need is within you, which is really hard to pull out. 
I mean, and I'm really glad that you're talking about this serious stuff because I know if I were to just not talk to you all the time and just look at your Facebook, like you're posting all funny shit songs. Like I'd be like, oh, he's fucking having a great time. He's reposting memes. He's fucking, he's majestic as fuck. I mm -hmm. wouldn't know that, you know. So I think that that's really good that, because um, like I said, I'm putting on this whole facade that I'm a clown and there's no fucking nothing to see here, no issues. Um, so it's actually uh, super real that you're bringing it, bringing it back, bringing it back to that. Um, what, while you were overseas, what would you say is the m most prevalent thing that you're like, oh, that's just a human thing. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter where you are in the fucking world. People are just like that. Uh, wow. um, I don't fucking know. Uh, everyone takes shits, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, uh, there's, there's still like people that are nice people. Like, there's yeah kindness that showed hope at times. Because there's people that are like, you're just doing your job. Yes, exactly. And you're looking at the villagers, the yeah. citizens, as like we're just doing our job. Yeah. And something that's interesting that you've talked about with me is like how the fucking rules of engagement are stricter for you in the, 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 the in the, the military than the, like fucking the pigs yeah. here on our streets. Yes, yes. Uh, police officer, sorry. Yes, all right, because I, I would call them pigs. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the rules of engagement are stricter. Uh, like we have the warning. Like there's a whole bunch of warning steps to engaging in an enemy or engaging a threat. So like, there's non-lethal, then we walk our way up. So like, we have to take like five steps before we're actually lethal, and putting someone like in COVID range. Is that, is that down. no? Not even like we just we just we well we distantly stop them, and tell them to stop, put that lift up their arms. They don't do that. We give them another warning. I forget it's been out. Okay, okay. So okay. like, so you have, all right. so, like so you we have, have, have some, steps so before we can just we can just get shot. Yes, that's what I just said. <laughs> and like and that's the thing is like I, that's the difference between i guess us and the, the civilian i don't know but there's amazing cops out there i've, I've served with a bunch of them uh just retracting amazing. the fake statement yes, <laughs> anyways shawnee does not stand by no. that for everybody that no. <laughs> daniel miller what's up bonnie shalisi's driving and trying to drive trying to drive and type to us um yeah um one of the things that you always joke about, which is great, is you're always like, yeah, I, I look so much like the, the people over there that you always said you're just going to take your uniform off. And just yes, be like actually that. Sergeant Swisher was the one that would tell me that because I was growing a beard that was patchy, not until Tennessee, and I started drinking that Tennessee water and whiskey that I, my beard came in. I looked like a little patches all over the place. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, he would always say, he's like, yo, you look just like them. Like, if anything ever happens, take your uniform off, put a man dress on. Like, and the VFW, like, Shout out to Radical VFW, those are my boys. They call me Haji all the time. Like, they're like, Haji, what are you doing? So, like, it's, it's I do look like majestic with them, I guess. I don't know. So, like, I don't look like now with tattoos. Uh, I would have to, like, look, have them colored in Hana or something because like, I don't believe in tattoos. But other than that, I look like them. So much ink. How old were you when you started getting ink? I was in the military because I, I found this tattoo in a porter potty in ATC. <laughs> the quote says, God bless the souls of the men I'm about to send to hell. But I totally realized that there's like a huge contradiction because why would I read God blessing the souls I'm about to send to hell? But 
I found it in a porta potty in Fort Irwin, California. I was taking a shit and I looked up. I was like, oh shit, that's a pretty badass tattoo. God bless souls. I'm going to say hell. I was like, I want to get that tattoo. So I wrote it in my journal. I went home and got it. And then, like, I forget, I forget who pointed it out that it's kind of a contradiction. Like, why are you blessing the people sitting in hell? Because once they get up to heaven. But then I was like, I was like, oh, it's already on my skin. It's pretty badass. No one thinks that hard into it. But uh, yeah, so that was, uh, that was my. What was my first tattoo? Oh, this is my first tattoo. Um, and that was 21, 21, I think. 22. All right, so you waited yeah. a little while because you're. Yeah, well, I was just like a teenager, like so 21, like being a bum ass, like just partying and shit. So, like, I didn't have money to go get tattoos at that time. I didn't have a good friend that was a tattoo artist at the time. I was freaking <laughs> Speck of Vodka and Brennan Grover's garage getting shit faced with the boys. <laughs> So, I didn't really have money to get tattoos, and then I was like, boom, once I got them, I got addicted. I met Elliot, who did uh, a couple of these, and I started getting tattooed, and I found, like, love. It was more of, like, a cool thing for me, you know? And you have, like, everything from, like, Wu-Tang to fucking F. Scott Fitzgerald fucking The Great Gatsby. Um, One of the things I did want to commend you for because i went to fucking college dude and you've definitely read more books than me yeah, <laughs> you've yes. definitely read more books than yes, me sorry 100%. mom and dad who paid for college um this motherfucker didn't go to college and definitely has outread me read a bunch of books it was because like when i was in school i was like i don't want to say i was illiterate because i like, somehow <laughs> sleep through the cracks but like i just wasn't good a reader like i hated being called on and like, for the longest time i was like dude what the fuck like my parents like never really helped me on like the school aspect of reading. Right. They did in the beginning, but like, like oh, yeah, he's in high school. You're on your own. Let him go. So like, I just I was like, I picked up a book instead of reading. I the first full book I truly ever read was Fort Orin. Last it was in Fort Orin, MTC. Last true story I ever tell. I forget who's by. I don't want to say John Feldman, but I don't think it's by him. <laughs> but it's an amazing book. It's about this the when the Patriot kicked in. About the Florida National Guard getting lost and I like getting left in Iraq and they did like over two years or some ridiculous amount of years over in Iraq never getting pulled back. <clears throat> and the last true story he ever tells is he's telling like making everything seem fine at home, but it's not. Okay. So then he talks about the end of the book that he's I don't wanna ruin it, disclaimer. <laughs> that he's like sleeping and bouncing on friends' couches and stuff, and that's after the war. Like that he became back and no one loved him and <clears throat> he only went to the National Guard to do college and stuff like that. So like a comeback was not what he expected it to be. So, like, that's the last true story to tell us what he did in service. Awesome book. I'm telling you guys, <laughs> last story to tell, go check that out. It made me read from front to back. I read it twice before I gave it back to my boy, Lions. And then that's what it's like, yo, dude, I got to start reading more. And then, of course, like, I, the only book I've read in school really was Gatsby. And I really didn't read that. It was all spark notes. But then I was, like, picking that shit back up. And I read that. And then anything after Scott Fitzgerald, I've probably read. All short stories, uh, uh, this side of paradise, etc. Anything I've got for my shit. Beautiful and the damned. Quiz me on it. <laughs> I got another year coming up. I'll make my, that my resolution yeah, again. I need to gotta, fucking it, read more. It takes me like it helps, man. It takes you to like a fantasy world. Like I truly think I'm like the new modern day Gatsby. To be honest with you, it's kind of brainwashed me. Like I do everything like trying to be like Gatsby. Like, in New York, Long Island, trying to be Gatsby. So like, I'm not saying I'm not. No, no, I'm just Puerto Rican Gatsby. Right? <laughs> She's not as rich as Gatsby. 
No, I mean, I definitely, I definitely feel that. Um, I mean, like the uh, M. Gustave in the Grand Budapest Hotel, Wes Anderson's Grand Budapest yes. Hotel. He's like, he basically keeps this illusion of grandeur and yeah. grace alive. Like, and if we could like keep this like marvelous, fantastic yes, world, yeah. <laughs> like by calling yourself majestic and be- being yeah. majestic and by staying majestic, um, it actually keeps you majestic. majestic yeah, 100%. <laughs> Um, I know something Bonnie and I always were always talking about, like being royalty, being queens and building each other up instead of, um, you know, trying to be uh, the crabs in a bucket is the big comedian thing. You know, the the thing like, oh, someone's getting to the top. Oh, let's pull them down. It's like, that's not really how that is. I've never heard that before. That is really. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crabs in a bucket mentality because crabs will never get out because they'll fucking once one of them tries to get ahead, they all fucking pull them back. (laughs) Like assholes. That's, That's fucked up. Fuck you, crabs. Yeah, seriously. Um, but that's the um, that's totally uh, the comedian thing. Like you would not think that. I would not think it was a com- competitive place. Um, you think, oh, it's all jokes. They are not fucking around. They are not joking around. People are. Um, there's alliances. What the guy Will was saying, uh, who was our guest the other night. He's like, they get so tribal. They get so tribal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's true. It's a funny word to call it, but yeah, you wouldn't think. Um, and now you're like doing the opposite, like, um, these military guys who you think would be all competitive and, you know, you guys are actually big softies and talking to each yeah, other about your feelings. And that's a shock. Cause like Jeff, Jeff, Jeff is a very hilarious dude. Like, and he's like such a like, tough dude to admire. Like, I'm pretty sure like the, the one time it was me, Anthony Rook and him, the Humvee, we listened to Blue By You by Linda Ronstead. That's our jam. <laughs> but other than that, like that now that he knew that song, I was like, oh, he's a, he actually likes emotional stuff. He likes music. Like... <laughs> But then to see like him like be able to open up and me to be that guy that got him to open up like it's, or helped him open up <clears throat> is freaking amazing. Like I looked up to him. He's one of the dudes I looked up to. There's many guys in the military I looked up to, and it's awesome to have them all reach out to me. And be like yo, because Sergeant Cini, a great dude, told me to, they sent me a comment on the the last YouTube video and. Uh, he said some people, I forget the actual quote, hold on. Uh, some people are an asset to the military and some are not, like something like that. And uh, it's with the world to me because now he's, he's called me an asset, which is awesome. This is a guy that uh... – all right, keep it up, Sean. We always said for every mission – all people, and especially vets, fall into two categories. One, an asset, and two, a liability. We experience being both post-military servicemen and beyond. At this moment, brother, you are an asset to the veteran cause. Which, like, that, having him say that to me is the fucking world. Like, that's, he was my squad leader. He was my team leader. He's a freaking ox. He actually looks like a Roman god. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I still say touch with him. I party with him lots of Christmas. When I party with him, hung out with him. <laughs> Disclaimer. Um, and to have someone that like I idolized <clears throat> growing up say that to me, like saying that like now I'm an asset, like I'm, I'm doing a good cause and fighting the fight, good fight means the world. Man, like right, because that's what it was for a while. I think finding what is my fight out here now mm-hmm. that I'm not holding a holding a gun or holding, you know, actually physically moving and doing something. It's like, what am I supposed to be doing out here with this? And I think, my hands, you know. Right, exactly. That's your uh, and and that's the thing is like I feel like. Uh, Idle hands that people veterans makes them complacent, comfortable, and like 
even though we know like comfortability and complacency will be the death of us like right like what jeff was saying like yesterday like you have to keep uh busy mentally like you have to, i'm definitely the calendar dates that remind you of the rough times but like that's that's what this is about like i'm fine like i'm content because i had a good person help me become content and i'm still content after the fact i'm moving forward continuing mission I'm gonna share my majestic as fuck <laughs> shit and make everyone majestic yeah like look you're looking pretty majestic i, I know think I'm i know i am, I, am. Like, I know i was gonna i was gonna braid both my hair yeah, so yeah, i so. would have had a fucking mullet look but i feel no it's really true because even me i'm like all right i've gone through stressful situations but I've never been shot at. Like I'm not, and I, and that's the problem is like everyone's everyone's problems are your own, and you you are entitled to feel sad, um, because when you start looking at everybody else's problems, you're like, fuck, why am I even sad right now? Like, you yeah, know, but I, have the, I think that's and I, I think that's that, and you know, I think that's a dark <laughs> hole that people put themselves in as they say like, oh, shit can be worse. Why right. am I so sad? And then you beat yourself down even more. Right. It's like because then you're like beating yourself for being sad and being right. depressed instead of like being open. Being like, I'm sad because I'm sad. I need to change this. Yeah, there's nothing to do with why this dude's not sad or this other person's not sad. Right. Because honestly, like I was sitting in freaking Tennessee, like there's no reason to be sad. Like at all. I was I was I was happy, I was content. And there's something locking myself in my room twenty four seven, tell my other roommate, like, no, oh, I'm not home. If anyone knocks you, I'm not home. So to my Tennessee friends, if you knocked on the door, I was definitely probably home. <laughs> I was, I was home. Them, I just tell, was yeah. really yeah. depressed and couldn't But I'm even... telling like an aside thing. Like if I if you're my homie and I tell you I'm not home, like even if I'm on the front porch, like I'm not home for like, <laughs> like and they see me, so I back up and I, I go to the house. I'm still not home. Like, nobody's like, home. The lights are on, but nobody's yeah. home. Even if I answer, <laughs> not home. Just, just leave. It's cool. I'll be alright. Uh, yeah, that and that's really part. That's hard too for Glenn and my husband. You know, people you obviously know, but it's like because it's like we have all this shit. You shouldn't be depressed. You shouldn't be crazy and sad right now. Like, what else can we fucking do for you, Mandy, to make you fucking happy? Like, um, which is kind of crazy. Um, so that's why I appreciate having you on because like I said, um, the clown makeup and stuff, it's, it's just who I am some of the time. And it almost makes it harder, um, when you go out into the real world, cause people are like, Hey, jokes, right? And you're like, not today. Not today. <laughs> I don't want to laugh, you know, but everyone's like, Oh, you're the jokester. And it's, and I guess it is a, I mean, I guess I did put myself in this position it's like it's like you with the podcast you start making your these dates and these things you have to do and then it's like because first you started with it's going to be every other week and then you're like yeah. actually it's every week and then you're like it's every week and we're going to do mondays it's going to be called sunday <laughs> it's like well yeah like, it's it was, so awesome though it was, it was weird like because I was, I was worried about being in a book guest and getting people here seeing that all my bad buddies are like all scattered throughout the country. Right. And everyone's got a different but schedule. But I know like people message me like, oh, I'll be on. And, uh, like next week. It's like I'm coming right Zoom. now. It's like, yo. We're going to be doing Zoom with one of my battle buddies. And people like reached out and saw the, the Majestica's AF. And we're like, yo, we're down, dude. Like, And I was like, cool. Look, let's roll with this, dude. Yeah. Cause then I would be broken up for like the whole year if I was doing it every, every other week at this point. And I was like, oh, it's, it's right. Let's just do this every week. Let's, let's go. And I think the cool thing, like to tell you the truth, like me and Jeff, I really have notes for Jeff, like little questions, but I will have notes for everyone else. Cause like I could see like definitely the Zoom, the, the, uh, the Zoom interviews, like I'm, I'm like, like you lag, but me and Jeff just clicked. I'd be like, I could just write a couple of pin notes down or like, 
I do a little Jeff Weed holder now with just us pedos. Yeah. One of the things that I remember you saying about Jeff, which it didn't come out on air, but you were saying like during like PT when you'd get in like trouble, he'd be like laughing, like oh, maniacally, yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> someone yeah. that like is like getting in it, trouble and is, you know. When they would smoke him, you know, like you would just make them smoke him more. Like he, that's he, he a sick care, person like, that you wouldn't think was sad or like yeah, too depressed. I'm like, pretty sure that the gas mask thing, Sergeant A started throwing gas mask to make him look harder because he forgot it. Oh, so what? You have to practice Even or practice? No, no. no, like he did it. <laughs> like out. he forgot. No, it's like Smokey is like where like they, they, they beat you down with physical training stuff. Okay. Like, your, they, your punishment is physical training. Okay. At like the extreme Meanwhile, level. you're there for physical training. <laughs> the punishment level. is more physical so, training. So, they, what they would do is like, they thought he left his gas mask, but he did it. Was in a buddy's bag or his buddy grabbed the wrong, <laughs> grabbed his too. So, they, what they did was like, <clears> they would throw, he would, oh, sorry, they would throw the gas mask and make him look cruel to it. Like, person would just have an ear to ear smile. That would be starting to get bad because like, it's like, oh, why are you smiling? I'm trying right. to smoke you. So to punish you. And then he just like, we laughed and like, I don't care. Like, this is not, this is not tiring to me. Like, I could do this all day. Right. So that just make people mad. Like, Jeff just had those, those, those go-dads. Like, hey, hey. Me, on the other hand, I was like, I'm still kind of chubby. Like, I'm trying to <laughs> smoke. I'm trying to like, be riding under the radar. Out of sight, out of mind. Kind of thing. I was I never really wanted to get in trouble. Because I like, oh, I, I did all the time. <laughs> but, but, but like, I just in my head, I was like, if you do this, you're not going to get in trouble. And for some reason, I'd veer off and be totally in trouble. Uh, I feel like that's just going to happen. Oh, definitely me, dude. Definitely me. Like, never been to jail, though. Awesome. But I, I, I just I just step in shit sometimes, you know what I mean? <clears throat> in a good way, though, right? Yeah, one of a good way. One good way. <clears throat> well, one of the things that's been making me happy is your fucking puppy. Oh, dude. <laughs> Style bender, dude. Thanks for the shout. Yeah, style bender shouted at my dog after the UFC <laughs> fight. And he said, "Yo, what up, puppy?" And he was We're talking like, to my dog, yeah. and she was watching the fight with us. So, like, good job, style bender, yeah. the champ, champ. We had Hopefully. fun with that. But that's what I'm talking about. Like when we were watching that fight, um, and you were, you know, you're streaming with friends over the over the internet. You're just like commentary, just fucking jokes the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would never, you know, keeping that like energy that. People wouldn't know you're going through shit. Yeah, exactly. That's just that's who I am. Like I'm always like was the one that like made people smile and stuff. And like that's why like, I started with the TikTok stuff, even though I have like I don't know followers. But like I started that just to be like, okay, even though I'm depressed, I'm trying to make someone smile at the same time. So I would do those things, try to make people smile. <sighs> and yeah, this is what I focused on. I figured like, yo, maybe maybe one of these things would like fucking get me out. Someone's comment would get me out of this slump. And yeah, that's what I focused on. And then I got my dog, my freaking queen, my princess next to me, and like I was like, oh. Not me, the dog. And she, she, she literally like gave me one hundred percent, like not one hundred percent purpose. She gave me purpose. No, because she's, she's actually like no, one of she's, she's a goofy dog, but like she's pretty smart for her. She's huge for her age. I've never, yeah. I never even let my other my. My dog you... get close to my face like I let her get close to my face. Oh, She's just yeah, so yeah, sweet yeah. and her demeanor is so like low key. Yeah, you're like you asked well, you're like how old do you think she is? Mm. He's like ten. Yeah, <laughs> She's a world you're... puppy. Not, yeah, you're not <laughs> well, it's like you should put her down. She's not even for like she's like. What was four your months. Yeah, four months. She's just a horse, dude. Like, she's just a big-ass dog. Yeah, like, you're like, she's I half the real pitbull. One. We're like, and I, what's the other half? <laughs> yeah. Like, she, uh, she's beautiful. She has this, like, awesome brindle color coming in. 
and mm. and she's my best friend, like one of my best friends because I have multiple ones. <laughs> but uh, she's my best friend. Like if there's a list, she's under Glenn and Mandy, and maybe a little hot. Like she might squeak past them in a little a uh, couple of minutes if I go down there and pet her and stuff. But uh, no. she's she's the best dog in the world. I think. Yeah, I no. got lucky. Like even today, but I didn't take a nap. But I was like, I'm just gonna sit on the couch with her because I feel like you could like get away with doing nothing when you have a dog next to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's said. like I'm not doing nothing. I'm comforting the dog. Yeah, dude. Like even even that. Like I was uh, like I feel like with a dog, you can like take someone's water bottle. Like oh, you gotta water my dog, and like they want to get upset. Like oh, dog, here you go. Like, dog's thirsty, and even if you know you were the one thirsty, you sit the thing. Oh, you gotta taste yeah. it first, make sure you're not poisoning my dog. And you get free water everywhere you go. So that's good. Me and Athena do it all the time. We're in parks in Tennessee. I would just take people's water bottles. And be like, oh. Hey, did you using this thing? She's using this thing. My dog needs water. She needs me water. So that's Aww. what we do. Yeah. She well, she first. got me out running a couple of times. That was good. I hit the pavement. Yeah. So I, can, well, I can go like twice around the block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps me calm like, when, I, like, when I'm like having – and it's weird. Like She gets hiccups. And stuff but like when I'm like manic or wild up, I hear her getting hiccups, and like, it's like she knows, like, oh, calm down, dude. You know, you think you're so cute. You know, you think I can't, my hiccups are cute. And I've been down pet her. She gets hiccups ever since you little puppy. She did it randomly. Like, that was weird. It's like she knows that like, I'm about to like have a meltdown. And she gives like, does hiccups. And like, I'm like, oh, this is the cutest thing in the world. Let me get down there and hang out with you. And, and she's like, once she realizes, I'm like, down on our level and calm. She's like, all right, the hiccups gone. When my mom was pregnant with James, he had the hiccups a lot, and she would feel it in yeah. her stomach. I was like, really? It's fucking weird. I just, I was like, that's fucking weird. How are they getting air? Filled yeah, cord? I, I don't know. I don't know anything about babies. <laughs> I don't know much, but I know it's fucking <laughs> weird. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just remember her saying that about James. He had a lot of hiccups. I'm like, all right, that's fucking weird. <laughs> Anything on your bucket list? On my bucket list? Yeah. Uh, probably one is gonna be like skydiving with Georgia. Ooh, so packing point. your own shoes? Well, no, no, no. Like hopefully, like <laughs> him, ha- him having like, either him hooking himself to me, or like him having a good friend that he trusts very well to hook himself up to me. Shout out to Georgia, Michael Mike Burns, because he does crazy things. No, I'm not trying to pack my own suit and jump off a bridge like he does. Yeah, no, I know. You're cool, bro. <laughs> like, that's all. I'll leave that all to fucking Georgia. He's like, yeah, I jump off buildings. Like, yeah, you're an adrenaline yeah. junkie. So. <laughs> yeah, and he's a vet too. So, um, I would love to do that with him. And then like Wyoming, anything Wyoming is like my dream. It's where I want to move. Um. I want to go to Yellowstone. I want to go see, you know, Zane and Montana. It's on my bucket list. Yeah. My birthday buddy. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have much on my bucket list besides maybe, like, travel. New Zealand. Australia. Actually, like, I'd go to Australia, but I'd go to, like, a city because I don't want to fuck with their, their like, live out, like, their wild animals. Yeah. How big things that kill me out there. Knowing my luck, it'd be, like, yeah, I'd be sleeping in, like, big-ass wolf king spider or whatever they're called there and bite my dick off or some shit. Like some, some Speaking stuff. of your dick, can we talk about the time you're at my house last? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! When you thought my dick was out, it was my 
foot? You thought I was just like sitting there with my dick out? I come like, to the point where you were going to yell at me about like just chilling with my dick out? Yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> my dick wasn't out. Dude, I'm not like that at people's houses. I come home from work and he's napping and he's got his, his one leg out like this and his other and his foot is like this and the angle that it's on, the ball of his foot just looks like a fucking penis head. I seriously walked by and I was so pissed. Like, am I fucking squinting at his dick right now? Like, I'm so pissed. Thanks. Thanks. It's good to get everything. Okay. But yeah, it wasn't my dick. <laughs> she was I literally, had, she literally was going to get mad, mad at me. Gonna be, she like, was literally going to get mad at me because she thought in her head my dick was just fucking chilling yeah, out. Yeah, how mad am I going to get right now? <laughs> and then I had to take a picture and fucking, I was like, guys, I'm not crazy. It's fucking hilarious angle. I like sent it to Oats. I sent it. To- <laughs> yeah, you're mad people. Like, oh, it's trying to get dick without just yo. Right now, yo, I got fucking problems. Yeah, no, that's like the kind of stuff that we, you know, deal with. Um, <laughs> we uh, <clears throat> that time you took all those uh, clams home. <laughs> oh yeah, I took the were they oysters or clams? Oh oysters. I, I stole them from my boy Brian Prince <laughs> to free them. Well, you guys were doing what? The well, we're eating them. Yeah, we were taking, we were taking chuckers and we were, we were shooting them, eating them. But I was like, God, I want to take chuckers to free. And we feed them in Red Hook. Yeah, I drove home, place. and as we're driving down the street, he's throwing them out. <laughs> Sometimes you have to free the animals. Yeah, yeah the ASPCA. I'm with the oysters. Love that. <laughs> I'll, I'll fight for the oysters. You have to free them. It just always gets super silly. I yeah. mean, always. Well, with, with the group of our friendship, like our friends, like we've always been like a wild group of friends. So like we still feed off each other and like. Come on, Jack was here the other day. Like, dude was wild as hell. He's the little brother. Yeah. Of, of, of one of the family members, Brian. So it's like. Well, I love that. Like that, my memories came up, and I was like, "You, Ty, and Jack," and I'm like, "All right, two of them are still in my house right now." <laughs> like two years later, like I love yeah. that we're like back on track. Like, and Ty's coming down soon. Like, yep, yep. <laughs> so we're like right where we belong. Um. Yeah, because fucking upstate New York, my second home now for like yeah. 11 years. That's when we moved. I met you as soon as I met Glenn, pretty much. Yeah, I, I mean, came down here and I think it was Zine's birthday, right? Something like that. Or the rugby hat, something like that. Yeah. No, no, because the first time we came, it was, it was I think, me and Zane's birthday. I think that's what I was convinced at the rec park. Like, cool, come down. Yeah. Wow, we're gonna, and we played uh, Tequila Pong. That was the wrong idea. Yeah. So, they, yeah, they played te- tequila pong. That was, was pyramid, pyramid style. That was the worst idea. But we I thought, was like, yeah, I'm not playing. We thought yeah. we were young bucks, and we were like, oh, we're gonna be able to take care of this, and not at all. Oh my lord, Jamie Gregory, Sean, what about the hamsters you threw out the window? Oh my god, <laughs> dude. I did not throw hamsters at Lauren Macaluso's window. Biggie Smalls and Tupac, I had nothing to do with Jamie. I was blamed for it because I was in the room with that you, Jamie. That was a real frame crime, but, I but never, you had nothing to I, do with no, it. No, I really didn't have anything to do with it. But she, uh, Laura, who loves me, dude, like really believed I chucked her hamsters at the second story window to free them. Like, no. I only free oysters, and like I knew that those hamsters wouldn't last if I threw out the window. Oh my lord! How old were you, approximately? I don't know. I definitely was probably still. I was probably in the military at this point. Like, but like, oh, is it too not. old to be fucking murdering? Yeah, hamsters? I mean, yeah, too old to be murdering hamsters, bro. Come on, Jamie. <laughs> I believe you were the culprit. You don't like hamsters. I know. I don't, to, you don't like hamsters, and I think you don't like Tupac and Biggie, and you were trying to throw them out because they were named Tupac and Biggie. I'm pretty sure that was their names. 
So Laura will come on here hopefully and back me up because I didn't kill her hamsters even though she thinks I did. I'm oh. pretty sure she really does prove I killed her hamsters. And if you're watching this, Laura, I did not kill your hamsters. <laughs> just like, did not throw them out a window. Like it was just like a who like why would I be like just sitting at a party like go fuck these hamsters <laughs> and throw them out of, like a second story window? Like I got an urge to kill hamsters randomly at a party. Then you guys should have checked on me. <laughs> like, you guys didn't check on me when I was depressed. So then you guys should have checked on me. I'm throwing hamsters at a window. Like, I think you totally that's, lost That's it. the time you guys should have checked on me. That was true. Anyone who threw those that's hamsters a, at the window, like, get fucked that's up. That's a red flag. 100% red flag on throwing hamsters at the guy at the window. Well, what's funny is we did a whole um, thing on pets and, and ta- uh, animal tales, me and Bonnie. And she was telling so many stories about when she was a teacher, like, You'd get a hamster, and they'd be like, "Oh, it's a girl," and then it would like have, or be like, "Oh, it's a boy," and then it'd have babies, and then the babies just like they'd start having sex, like if they were like over certain age. And she's like, they're getting like all these cages separating them. <laughs> she's like, it got out of control like fast. <laughs> and also, like Glenn was saying during the uh, the, the pandemic, he's like, "Oh man, all the, the like kids that got stuck home with the like the, the pets." Animal, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, just take this like hamster home for the weekend <laughs> slash next six months i really my big thing is like i would have say this now they'll probably be they're still gonna think i killed these hamsters is i don't trust anyone that gets hamsters as, as pets i feel like what if you're gonna get a pet go big get a fucking uh what are those things guinea pig get a guinea pig they're bigger than hamsters i don't trust hamsters they always bite you everyone tells you oh there's today's hamster whenever i put my brown hand in it, i think i think hamsters are like a pretty like they're racist Hundred percent. I always got bit by hamsters. So don't trust me. Maybe you did throw them out the window. That's no, like no, because I would. I was too scared to put my hand in there if I was gonna throw out the window. And there was this little thing bite people. Glenn wanted to get like a rat, like and it had like the testicles on it were like this big. Awesome. Dude, I was like, no. I'm with it. Get a rat, dude. He's like, it lives for like oh, fifteen six, years. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. We were I, in college, said, and he's like, yeah, this is. Fu-. I'm like, no. I'm like, it's fucking hideous now. Let's get a rat. Come on. And watch, we'll let it ride Athena's back. Huge ass <laughs> rat chilling on Athena's back, or Kano's back. Be awesome. But it's got to be bald. What are those bald rats? Naked bald rats? What do you think of naked, the bald cats? Naked mole rats? Bald cats? Oh, fuck bald cat. Don't trust them. Mr. Bigglesworth? Yes. Fuck that shit. If they, dude, I have a cat with no tail, like a minx. I don't trust cats with no hair. Actually, they're cute, dude. Tell you the truth. As long as they sing, what's that song? I am Siamese, if you please. Isn't, weren't they bald cats? No, those are Siamese cats. But they're bald. They look bald. Oh, maybe you're right, evil. dude. Okay, maybe there's evil bald cats. I don't know. They look bald in the cartoon. I'm, I'm going to forget. But, uh... No, they were definitely bald cats. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to go back and watch that. What is that, Lady and Champ? Yeah. Go back and watching that. Not the new one, the old one. I actually tried to put the old one on when I had Bentley Stell and the whole movie's like dogs whimpering, like real life toys, dogs really? whimpering. He was like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh my lord. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I couldn't get through it. Couldn't get through the new Lady and the Tramp. Although I did love the old one. Um, I didn't really like that. I was like, I think my watch movie, I didn't really like the Lady and Tramp. My favorite movie, Disney movie, is of course Lilo and Stitch. And then, I don't know if Disney cats don't dance. I love Cats Don't Dance. Topaz movie. Oh, I don't remember that one. Cats Don't Dance? It's like, dude, this cat goes to Hollywood. He's trying to change his dreams and be like a farmer. Gets on a bus. And there's like a, there's a, what's that? Shirley, like a Shirley Temple chick at the time. But she's a human. And her bodyguard's a big-ass gorilla. 
Like I'm telling you, don't see that shit. He's like, cats don't dance. He's trying to win over like the the uh, the like the agent, the Jennifer Aniston of cats. That's an actress, and he's trying to win her over, but the whole time it's like this Shirley Temple lady. Is this Shirley Temple? Like, yeah, the the, the, girl with the curly hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like that, but like she's trying to stop the cat from being a cat or something like that. I don't remember. But the cat dances, and they say cats don't dance. And he's like the Fred Astaire of dancing. Well, Glenn likes Rockadoodle, which is like a rooster that's like an Oh, dude, I love that dude. Yo, with the the owl with the the eyeglass, right? And they read the books, he pokes the eyeglass two times. Dope ass. He's on like a tangent. He's like, you don't know Rockadoodle? I love Rockadoodle. Yeah, he's like the Elvis Presley fucking yeah. rooster. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good ass movie. Right? Yeah. Good choice. It does have a lot of music. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to find Cats and Dance. I'm pretty sure it's a sub streaming network that we're watching. Yeah, we're going to go live later on that. Um, what else did I want to ask you? I wanted to give you some of the old, like, real, the old, real questions. You ever go skinny dipping? Um, Yes. I, I'm you want to tell me with who? I'm most, no, a bunch of people. Uh, I get naked whenever I want to get naked. I'm glad that doesn't happen. That's what it's the thing. It's a, it's the like. Glad you moved I've in. done it at the Harvard Farm. Uh, shout out to Captain Harvard, love you. I just, I just get naked whenever like I just want to get naked. That's the thing. Yeah. That's often. You ever oh go yeah, streaking? dude. Like the first time I met Tia, she seen my shit. Like this girl was first. Like that time it was girl was girlfriend, and like first time I met her. I'm like oh. hey, you want to see something? Boom. Well that. Like, well, you, were you at Glenn's house when... Um, Very Desert Mushrooms all day. Wait, when, when Jordan goaded the girl? Probably, because he goaded... He, I've seen him goat me a thousand well, times. He's my best friend. Like, Nate was bringing a Oh, over. yes, yes, yes. I was there. I was there. And was Nate there. sends a text, don't embarrass me. Yeah. So Jordan's like, I'm going to goad her. I'm yep, going to goad her when yep. he gets here. We're like, hey, that's pretty much what he wants. Well, no, there's no, there's <laughs> don't no... say, don't fucking embarrass me. <laughs> yeah, definitely to Jordan. Definitely to Jordan. With the Jordan, like, don't ever say don't embarrass you because he's gonna embarrass you. Even yeah, you if, have, even to, if you, did, you even have to if say you like say. you better fuck this up. I don't like this girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he'll be like a super gentleman. One hundred percent. Like he, that was just who he was. I just remember him take taking a corner to go go with someone in the locker room. And Coach Wood came in. I was like, Jordan, what the? <laughs> Covered his face and like all you saw was that's Jordan. Up. Like, ooh, and then we picked up and ran away. <laughs> like our stuff talked. It was bad party. Like that's what boy. <laughs> well, that was the first episode of Majestica's Fuck. We did the <clears throat> Majestica's Fuck. Excuse me, Calamity Jones Hour. We did the um, <laughs> the people on the stretchers, and they were all getting every time they get picked up on the stretcher, you get your ass. Your like the head of the person on the stretcher goes right into the person's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Slash getting teabagged, and you were like majestic teabags. <laughs> It just like got silly quick. Um, you've been in a lot of fights, but I would say uh, mostly with friends. What? What? Like oh, I've been, been in a lot of fights, but like upstate New York is different than yeah. Long Island because Long Island people just talk shit. They're like, "I'm gonna kill you," and like upstate people actually throw bows and yeah. <laughs> and get over it though. Like. <coughs> I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. Like when I first started coming around and going, be like, "Oh yeah, they fought, they fought, they fought." Like, like other people. And it's like, oh, really? I think it's, I think it's just because it's a watery joke up there. It's like, it's like mixture of like farm boys and then like dudes that don't give a fuck, and then they clash. And yeah, I've been in a, a bunch of fights, lost a, a couple. I say I'm on a winning record in my life. Still pretty though. Still beautiful. Still beautiful. 
Um, but yeah. it's, I think I think it's just like when we're up there and like and we're drinking, definitely like me when I like <clears throat> was in my partying every day thing. Like you had to hold your own. Like anyone was like, I don't know. I cheat like sometimes I cheat like everything like it's a jail situation. I've never <laughs> been in jail, so like I'm pretty sure I'd be good in jail. Like <laughs> as long as like all the TV shows tell the truth about what's going on in jail, like I'd be pretty good. But like um, I just like, I don't know. Like I don't know. I have like a huge like pride thing. That, like I can't let anyone like make me look like a little girl. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like like I said, it's much more uh talk down here yeah. people talking a lot of shit not yeah. doing a lot of shit i could see that i could see it <laughs> and then like what you snap and like, oh. right exactly no one wants to actually like be crazy like i'm like i i'm a little too ramped up yeah but you you're a thug too dude i've seen you fucking <laughs> well that's like so when we first that's like when we first connected when that girl took glenn's phone yeah you went a little hood <laughs> I went real quick, quick. Right. We had just started dating. And I'm and... sitting there shooting your phone like, oh, what the? Yeah, like, oh, I'm going to get laid. This is like a party. And Mandy's, er, kill the music. Kill... <laughs> she actually killed the music. She still turned the fucking music off, so. Party's fucking over. Fucking it, it was bad party. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That was what, Stony Brook or Hofstra? Or yeah, Stony, Stony Brook. Brook. Hofstra, fuck you. Well, I know you guys didn't go to Hofstra. I'll just say it. <laughs> I just say, <laughs> I just say, I know. Like, yeah, that's where they I used know to what go that party against, was. That's where they used to chase skirt before uh, before Mandy's time. Hostra? I didn't know that place was Hostra. I, I just remember seeing GD and I would be like, oh shit, what a girl. Oh no, that was, no, that was at Stony Brook. Yeah. Oh, and crazy ass fucking Jasper. Jasper the mad dude. He's married that. in a fucking. Really? Yeah, he's an adult now. Really? His he doesn't wife, have his van? His wife's a doctor. Dude, I love... Oh, good job, Jack. Yeah, yeah, She's probably yeah. gorgeous, dude. Yeah, no, she is. She's she's definitely yeah, you know gorgeous, him. Yeah. And he just, like, is, he like... He would just... He's, like, her little Ken doll. Yes. She's like... I'm like, you don't wear socks. <laughs> like, his van? I loved his van. Like, <laughs> I just remember you guys leave... Like, I don't know, Glenn leaving me there with him at his van. And then, like... He just starts freestyling against some <laughs> random African American kid that was walking. Who said like, "Oh, I got CDs." Uh, this uh, dude was like, "All right, let's rap battle." Yes, he was like, "Let's rap battle." Now it's just me and Jasper rap battling outside of his van, and it's pretty funny because Jasper's like horrible at rapping, and the kid's pretty good. But then he's like, "Oh, you want to go to a party later? You can get my van." And I'm like, so they're like, wait, did I just watch a rap battle turn into like friendship? Like, like you want to come? We're gonna party. We're gonna be fucking wild." Hop in my van, and then I'm like, the guy's probably thinking they're kidnapping him. Like, well, he legitimately used to kidnap people. He used to bring like he would just go to campus and then the house like six times, so like 30, 40 people get stuck in his house, and then he'd get wasted and be like, I'm not driving home. People be like, How do we get back to campus? Like, oh, fucking no, like, like no matter how you even got here. Like, yeah, he's yeah, like, like, you like, you walk back to campus. He's like, no, like it was like a far drive. <laughs> <laughs> uh super sketchy we uh when we first started playing my like, first year of rugby um well my second my second year the year it was glenn's first year and um they were gonna round up the guys to like scare them they're like oh we're gonna take them all the rugby house we're gonna do like some light hazing <laughs> so i'm like oh, okay i'm like let's take their fucking cell phones like like because they're literally like on the fly like 
making up like what they're gonna do to these kids i'm like round up their fucking cell phones <laughs> so i was like yo that was the sketchiest part of that whole fucking thing <laughs> I was like, yo, so you was... ate it to do <laughs> yeah, like, hazing in... <laughs> let's keep it on jail it was yeah. all in good fun. Oh, fun yeah the one kid he was like having a total meltdown and comes like if anything shit happens like it's not gonna happen. Like I got you. Like, like if it's I can see Clint say that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like if it's not gonna happen, I'm not gonna let it happen. But like, it might start game. But like, I'll stop it, bro. Like, I'll make sure. Like, yeah, if it starts to take a turn, this don't is not, worry. Yeah, I'll stop it. <laughs> I'll stop it before it gets out like of hand. Because Clint definitely would. Like, <laughs> yeah, he would fucking know how to stop a hazing. <laughs> he would know how to overturn. Yeah, no, and the best part was that kid that was crying about, like, not wanting to drink. When he got there, they were like, you don't have to drink. Like, they, like, <laughs> they really didn't make him do anything he didn't want to do. See, they were nice about it. And and Glenn knew it because they were, like, blindfolded. When he saw the carpet, it was, like, fresh white carpet. He's like, we're in somebody's fucking mom's house. Like, there's no way we're fucking getting killed right now. <laughs> like, if, like if it was like sketchy concrete that's like clearly been just like scrubbed down or something oh so glenn was that was getting hazed oh oh right. this whole time glenn was getting hazed sure. <laughs> smart <laughs> man he knew they were at the mom's house so. no he's like yeah this is fresh carpet like there's no way i'm getting like killed in this man, that's a very <laughs> smart way to think glenn good job he's like i wouldn't commit any crimes on this car <laughs> <laughs> that's good he definitely that's what he was thinking in his process of thinking like oh i'm definitely not yeah we're totally i would have killed him on his, his house too yeah. nice of a carpet <laughs> and they were like i mean i think they kept thinking like all right little man do you see our like i can't go that bad right like it's like before right. she like the sick person and then like like the hard movie be like, like, oh, keep person, keep person. yeah like oh, like the old lady that you like tell like they're gonna kill us and she's like come inside i'll help you she's like chops your head off like um yeah this is real life stuff guys um jose lopez joined nancy weems i'm sorry i was playing <coughs> lou pratt's have a good day and a wonderful oh nice weekend man loving it hell yeah guys we got a couple minutes left um 10 minutes left <clears throat> majestic as fuck majestic af 845 is the youtube channel is the youtube channel go like subscribe share or don't just yeah be i know or don't we don't care honestly be majestic be a better you and don't settle for anyone and you i know, love that you keep saying um when everyone leaves you with less we'll keep giving you more and yes. like you're not kidding because like i come down here with like my stuff like recklessly shellac together you have like your notepad and you have like one notepad like you were asking me this morning you're like any topics that i should be like privy to i'm like fuck i gotta like figure out what the topics are like <laughs> you're like, just... more prepared than i am like it's good though because it's keeping me like i gotta keep my stuff together because honestly <laughs> to tell you the truth like this is the only time that i I live in chaos, so like everything's organized in chaos. Right. And, like I'm trying to like make my brain like focus and be organized on one thing. Like it's never happened in my life before. Like yeah, no, I love it because like even Glennie is like you could tell that like Shawnee's getting it because yesterday um, or Wednesday before my show, you were like the house has to be clean, everything's got to be like orderly because now you get like the pressure that like yeah. you, you know even though we're just sitting at a table and doing nothing we do mentally prepare for this and we do like actually try to put a good show on. Um, I think a lot of people just think that it's going to happen. They're like, Oh, we're just so great. We're just going to sit down. It's going to be fucking great. Oh no, but it's fucking all. awkward. You so, start like, even, like sweating. Even, even yesterday with Jeff saying, I'm going to throw you off the game and make you fumble. 
that even motivated me more. Yeah. Right, like, exactly. That's my boy. He could probably <laughs> obviously make me fumble the ball. And that's why I called him out at the end, and then he tried to like do his little, oh, you blushing, you blushing. <laughs> didn't work, Jeff. I won. Yeah. No. I, I didn't drop the ball. I never will. Yeah, no, you Too guys. focused. That was awesome. You guys hit over 1,000K. One K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good. So I'm reaching a thousand people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, people are listening, dude. I really, awesome. I really believe it. Um, because it's relatable. It's not just um, bullshit. And you guys aren't being inauthentic. Like people are like, um, you know, dogs. Like we could smell when someone's being inauthentic. Yeah. Um, like how dogs like smell fear. And um, I think that's something that people really get. Like me, me and Bonnie even say it a lot of times. We're like, we're not elitist with this shit. Like. Yeah. The people that are watching are just as important as the guests. Like, it's not yeah. like, oh, because you've done something or you've met other people that you're more important than some other person that's, you know, we're all equally special and important because what would the show be if no one's watching it, yes, you know? Exactly. And that's, uh, that's the thing is, like, I know, like, what I was going through, so, like, what I said yesterday is I'd want 100% of someone's, like, attention <clears throat> or, like, just to listen to me and I would only get 50% or something less than that. So like with Majestic Sock, I'm trying to give a hundred percent. Like I hear you people, like you want more, you want you want to hear the problems that people are having and let us help you guys out. So that's what we're gonna do to you. Like the VA is not helping a lot of veterans out. So hopefully this would be a way to help them out and get them focused and see that they're not alone. Because hey, it's we're all humanity, we all got <laughs> each other. You know what I mean? That's all there's only us at the end of the day. Yeah. Watch each other sick, so. I know. That's all we can really do is help each other. Yeah. Definitely yeah. in the world, crazy world that's going on now. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. And all this divide and, you know, the crazy talk, um, we just have to go back to, like, actually, Olivia had said after the debate the next day, her, her thing was like, I'm not, I'm tapping out. I'm not part of it anymore. Because it's like, and I even messaged her. I was like, dude, you will still affect everyone that your light touches. Mm. Like, you will still change the world. Don't worry. <laughs> You don't have to be um, necessarily um, like political or there's other ways of helping the world, whether it be calling out to somebody or messaging somebody, you know, That's all sending you somebody do. a fucking, you know, me and you send songs back and forth to one another. Yeah. And sometimes like you need that shit, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't even realize it. Oh, positivity goes a long way. Nancy Weems, we love you. What do we got? A couple minutes here? Six minutes? Um, what else do I want to say? Um, let me give you some more questions. All right, hit me with them. Something fun. <coughs> um, I've done some weird shit in my life, so. Yeah, um, what's the weirdest thing you've ever done? Weirdest shit I've ever done? <laughs> weirdest thing you've ever seen. Uh, weirdest thing you've ever paid for. Oh, shit. I will like. <laughs> Weirdest shit I've ever paid for. Um, well, I didn't pay for it, but like those hookers in basic training. Well, not in basic Somebody training. paid for it? Somebody else paid for it? I got robbed it? by the hooker. Oh. And she wanted my, I got like the, I forget what the fucking T-Mobile phone at the sidekick was. It was like my touch. And she, I got the brand new one. She tried to trade it for me. But I was like, why would I change my brand new one for like, uh, like the Your last bootleg. generation? And then I was like, we were... We were all bought the hookers. This is at our 40 hour pass. And we were all going to smash. But then they gave me this one that was like named Brooklyn because I was from New York. And I was like, mm, nah. And I was like, kind of talking to this girl at the time when I thought it was. So I was like, I got my phone. I'm going to go talk to her. This is awkward. 
And like I ran out like a little virgin boy, but like I was a virgin at the time. Like, I was just, like, this is fucking weird. I'm like, yo, Brewster. Oh, sorry, shit was the name. Get it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Get it. I don't know if he did or whatever. I went outside, I came back in. They were leaving. 4 4 was the taxi driver that hooked us up, these hookers. Uh, Columbus, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, something like that. And then I came back in. I was like, oh, let's order pizza. I went to where I had my money. My money was gone. My wallet was gone. Well, my money was gone in my wallet. They were very smart because they knew we were military. They didn't want to take our IDs to get back on base. But yeah. So I didn't pay for it, but it was very expensive for me. Like, um, actually, like, yeah, I, I might have paid for it at some point, like in the beginning, because like they were at the hotel room. I think me and my boy split it, but like I got robbed afterwards. So like I paid like double, I guess you could say. But that's, that's the no life, you know what I mean? Well, the running joke with Jack is like the one day he woke up and he's like, I was fucking robbed last night. Like, where's all my cash? He's like, I have all these fucking t shirts and heady pins. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you blacked out and spent all your fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I have those fucking t-shirts. <laughs> like, $100 day, like, on he, he just kept j- trying to get money out of the ATL. I was like, dude, like, you're like, over a grand in your pocket, like, and you've got to get on a train, bro. Like, don't <laughs> care that Stop money. Stop taking money out of the fucking... I'm a vagrant. I never have cash on me, like, ever. I use plastic. It's only but it's just because I'm a sketchbook. Like, I, I, don't, I don't do that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Kana's breaking out of the uh, fucking room over Dina, there. I thought it was Dina breaking out. <laughs> One of the talks breaking out. Um, what's your spirit animal? My spirit animal is a flying platypus, and that's why the symbol of Majestic oh, as there, fuck there is. there. you go. I don't know what I'm doing this. My hands over there somewhere. Yeah, right. Over here, right, right there. <laughs> is a, is a uh, platypus. <laughs> Drinking a beer. Hell Yeah. Um, look, dude, platypus are cute as fuck, and they can kill you. They really? Have like, yeah, they have like a poisonous hook thing. Oh, I didn't yeah, know they that. You and poisonous. Yeah. Badass as fuck. They just look cute, like I do. But I'm badass. I had a platypus. Uh, uh... You had one? <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Where's the platypus at? Beanie baby. Oh, okay. I was too excited. I thought this whole time you and Glenn had a platypus upstairs. Yeah, nothing. we didn't get the rat. We got a platypus. That'd be fucking me. big investment, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think we're about to wrap this up. Um, thank you guys for watching. Thank you, Shawnee, for fucking joining us. Thank you for staying majestic. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, everyone, please share the show. Um, that's it. That's the fucking show. We love you guys.